Hello, this is your host, Paul Harvey at Life, Passion and Business. I realise I put this at the end of the programme most of the time. And I also realise I don't often listen to the end of podcasts. So I thought I'd tell you here before we get started. So the first thing is this podcast is not supported in any way. We have no sponsorship. So if you would like to support us, do check out the Buy Me A Coffee link on this podcast app. And you also find it at the website. Okay, before I take you to the podcast, I want to give you a little bit of a reminder about the power of focus and accountability. This is the one tool that will really get you towards the goals you are seeking, towards the path you want to take. So listen to the end to find out more or check out the link in the show notes. Anyway, let's get you back to the podcast. My name is Paul Harvey, and you are listening to Life, Passion and Business, a podcast born out of my desire to find greater meaning in life at the time when I thought there was none. Since that day, I have spoken to hundreds of people. And what I have discovered is that our story is everything. Because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. It's time to explore what it means to live a good life. How do we make this experience better? And more importantly, how do we lead the world to a better place? We can't see passion with our eyes, right? It's not a a five senses it's it's not a five senses based uh thing we can you really ride it up higher before it splits because that split is well does it go sexual or does it go creative but when you ride that up and you see it before it splits into the world into into the earth right like you kind of ride up the emotion physical about it and there's something metaphysical or about it right that it's energetic there's an energy to it we are back with another conversation with part two of my conversation with jeremy larsman now if you caught last week's show you'll know he's an ex-tesla employee he was the employee number 110 and he was there for six years while they were going through their early development stages and he moved on from there to explore this idea conscious evolution particularly in the field of passion. Jeremy has come to the conclusion from his work and his exploration that passion is the fuel that drives human development. This is a fascinating conversation, exploring the duality of passion and how that affects human development. We also touch how it's how we're going to be touching about on AI and on leadership. So there's lots of really interesting topics on this. Jeremy is a very deep thinker. It's quite a short conversation, 25 minutes, but it really is fascinating what comes out of it. If you would like to explore Jeremy's backstory, do check out the previous podcast, this one, because that's where we covered the five questions and how Jeremy got to this point. So let's join the conversation. Let's join part two of this conversation with Jeremy Larsman. So Jeremy Larsman, this is fantastic having you back in this program, talking about your thing, passion. Yes, consciousness yes. inspiration so tell me how did you get to t- tell us give us an outline of what your project is and tell us how you got there oh boy okay so uh i don't know how many people have listened to the other one so i'll give repeat the context yeah. uh so for the last three or four years i've really put form to how I operate as, as an entrepreneur, inventor, visionary, whatever you want to call it, uh, into 
research and development. Mm. It's a way that I, I can give structure to a lot of different things, multidimensional <laughs> uh, research and development, and take take my ideas and and progress them and and test them uh, on a on a bigger scale. Um, my and so over the last three three to four years, we've been in that mode, really testing and laying kind of foundations for how to bring my invention of imagination technology uh, into application. So this is soft skills, I take it. This is not, you're not inventing a piece of technology to enhance someone's consciousness. Neural link stuff. (laughs) No, no, this is is, um, active, interactive, inviting active participation and kind of giving people a new way of looking at conscious evolution um, and then supporting that. In testing and looking at the market and the world for where to apply this invention, what we found is the utility sector. So what is the utility sector? What are utilities, right? They are supporting basic human needs, water, Mm -hmm. gas, electricity, these are ba- like we've we've as a as a civilization, right? We've determined that that these are basic human needs, and uh, there are utilities that support it. What we found, because we are treating passion as the fuel of human energy, well, that means that passion is a basic human need, and by connecting those dots, what we're doing is is basically bur- uh, burgeoning, uh, you know. Uh, sprouting uh, a whole new utility sector um and a, well it, with the actually a whole new industry the passion industry uh and then a utility uh that addresses uh the basic human need for passion and and the negative side of that right addressing the malnourishment of passion right so because I think, I think we need to address the elephant in the room here is defining what passion is because you know passion is she looks nice there's a bit of you know or he looks nice there's that there's a there's that energy that sexual energy of passion Mm, mm -hmm. which we all at one side in our life really you know it it literally guided us completely uh, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and drove us to do all sorts of mad things Mm -hmm. um and then there's um from the religious perspective, because passion comes from the, the root of passion comes from the passion of Christ. That's where it came suffering. from suffering. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, where, where are we, what are we talking about here between those two elephants? <laughs> it's interesting because you so, so uh, accurately put the duality to it, right? Mm. The, the you, you split it. Uh, and that's when you look and feel what or where the source of passion is. What I picture and visual passion is this really volatile emotion because the closer you get to it, the closer into something that is not in duality you get because we can't see passion with our eyes, right? It, it's not a a five senses. It's it, it's not a five senses based uh, thing. We can. Is it a combination see. of various senses? Is it a combination of something? 
Yeah. Well, yes. In the sense of if you really ride it up higher before it splits, because that split is, well, does it go sexual or does it go creative? That's the split, right? Mm. But when you ride that up and you see it before it splits into the world, into, into the earth, right? Like you kind of ride up the emotion. Well, there's something physical about it and there's something metaphysical or about it right that it, it's energetic there's an energy to it mm. but it's not just it's not just invisible energy like there we feel it as human beings right that's why we in in the research have identified that it's the fuel of human energy uh it is it is our battery. It, it is the the fuel that we feel when we have a good night's sleep and our batteries recharge. Well, we have the energy for the day, right? Uh, or when we're feeling drained. But it's what is this battery connected to? What is the source mm. uh, of this energy? And when does it become passion? And and when you play with that, there there is this vision that. It is it is universal because I use professional wrestling as the as an example here. I can watch a wrestling match in Japan and and completely understand the story because it is a it's passion expressing through all of this. It's not a language. It is a, it's a universal language. It's not something that i don't understand yes. you, you wasn't opera, you watch a, a good opera singer sing an aria you don't understand a word they're saying but you can see that you can see the emotion and the and the and the, and the character they're playing you can see this this love of this see and feel yes you can see this love of this this greek god or whatever they're out they're speaking about it's like you know you can see it in, in their, in their yes. face in their persona and it's the yeah. same when you watch a leader give a a visionary conversation to their people when when they when they stand up at investor day or whatever it is and they deliver that killer speech exactly exactly the passion passion uh so to get closer to it and to see it as a fuel that runs or flows body mind soul like it's 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 runs through everything because when we feel like connected uh, to our purpose right we're feeling like connected to our soul right like or when we feel uh empowered or or like mentally clarity mental mentally clear right that's clean passion like it's clean it's this fuel that is running through everything. And yes, when we're in the body, we're in science territory, right? We're, we're in the like dopamine and serotonin and, you know, caffeine and uh, energy drinks. And like, we feel energy and we can say, oh, it's this chemical and, and uh, these receptors and that we can, in a science language speak to what energy is right in, in our body right but then we go to our mind we go to a different dimension uh where there's programming and software and thoughts and uh um 
activity, right, right? That's happening here. But what's fueling that? Like overthinking and, you know, there's an engine, there's a computer, there's all this stuff that's, that's being fueled, right? By survival, by all these things that isn't necessarily, you know, science. Uh, it's psychological. Uh, it's emotional. It's mental. Uh, the and then we go to... The amazing thing about that for me, about that being in the body and that idea of passion, you, you watch someone like, what, are they, what sport would it be? Let's say snooker. So snooker is uh, right uh, billiards. Uh, oh, so yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you call it pool, pool, yeah. shortened version game of snooker. Snoo- I've never heard of that. I learned British, something new every day. British game, right? So, but the okay. point about it is, you have a, a stack of reds. You hit one red, one color, one red, one color. Then you have to go through the sequence. Yes. Now these guys will do this. They clear the table. They can, and, they, and they get up and they do it again and they do it again. And their whole life is involved in doing that process. That's all they do. They go somewhere else and they clear the table, you know, yep. and they compete. And it's like, it amazes me that they can stay so motivated. When all they're going to do another one is hit a few balls. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that to me is like, what now, you know, you, I can't understand the passion for doing something which is new and exciting, climbing a mountain, doing this sort of stuff. But it's when you actually apply that to something which is basically monotonous. That's what I think is incredible. Yeah. But they're on a whole different level of, <laughs> precision, craft, and mastery. That's what's jazzing them up, right? Yeah, they are. Literally, it, they they know exactly the, where that ball is going to go. They hit that ball, they know exactly where the angle is going to go, where it's going to land, where it's going to stop. And that's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That they're, they're, That's why mastery, mastery is a part of the evolution here. Mastery, like that's craft. That's uh, precision and uh, alignment and... So that's, attention that's a, to that detail twist, right isn't it? that's another twist so passion of the kind of like you know the waste the race winner the you know the 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 adrenaline fueled thing is a passion thing but then the craftsman honing yeah. the violin or, or or creating a piece of piece mm-hmm. of art is would you say the the thread there of passion is <laughs> to be the best yeah not not in a competitive even uh or comparative uh but wouldn't you say that's kind of, again, the fuel and, and what we're talking about, like the, that desire to be the best at what you do, that thread runs through it all, I would say. So this is your technology. You've come up with solutions and processes around how to get in touch with this stuff. Yes. By looking at it as... <laughs> a fuel right and you know just look at the the example right like octane right there's different octanes which represent the purity mm-hmm. of the fuel right mm-hmm. and supercars need a very high octane uh for the engine to perform yeah as as it would so a human being is a is a supercar right we we need the best fuel and when there's fear negativity, pain, uh, insecurity, all that, all those particulates drag down the performance of our fuel, of our energy. Yeah. And when you can know that, be aware of that and actively clean, train and refine your fuel, then you're going to perform better. You're going to feel better. Uh, and, and 
evolve faster. So what's the process of this? Is it meditative? Is it is it some form of action? Is it a thinking process? I, I kind of like, you know, mm. what you've just said is, is, is fascinating. Yeah. And there are probably any number of ways of reaching that process or, or any number of claims sure. that you can reach that process. I guess enough mindfulness sure. training, enough meditation, yeah. all these bits and pieces will lead you there. Yes. Where are you different? Uh, yeah, and exactly like that. That what you just said is the landscape of conscious evolution. There is a lot of of different ways, right? That that's we the uh, uh, the universe is is a crazy amount of possibilities, right? Um, but I feel. Uh, and because it's, it's my invention and uh, the results that uh, our customers get, and this is this was a word from our customers like imagination technology is the best in the universe uh, at, at conscious evolution. Um, and this, I, I think, it would be the best opportunity to say like this is why people should at least demo it. We have a we have a five day demo. Uh, where you can experience it. it. It's a series of videos that uh, lay it all out. Uh, the evolution of of human, of the human mind, the human development, and basically three theories that allow you to really harness the understanding and the self-awareness of what conscious evolution is, giving you that instead of the victim seat, the, the creator seat, the pilot seat uh, of your own consciousness um, to engineer uh, body, mind, and spirit. Uh, and uh, so rather than try to like explain, I, I would just well, you, invite you can't people to- You can't explain something of, which takes five days to do. Right. <laughs> it's not possible. To, you got to try. Well, what's that uh, that new Coke commercial? You got to try it first, right? Well, I'd I say just try it. I, I have to say I have a lot of admiration for you because you're dealing in a in a in a topic and in an area where words are not enough. Because mm. mm -hmm. because there are, there's there's not the vocabulary to or you can't explain. It's like trying to explain color to a blind man. It's almost impossible. Yeah, yeah. Because you have uh, to experience, um, you have to experience color. Yep, yep. Uh, and it's the same thing with this in terms of that. In terms of that, how does how does one describe passion? Well, it's it's that it's it's that feeling. Well, what feeling? That feeling. No, I don't understand that one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, their communication. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, I had a question that running through my head a moment ago, and it just 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 dissipated. <laughs> It'll come back in a moment, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's going, to, it's going to nag me now, but I'm not going to remember that question. Mm, never mind. Yep. So, yeah, I think that's perfect that people can try this out. Absolutely. So, how do you see um, leadership in terms of? I mean, there are a lot of people who are leaders who are not necessarily passionate about it. Where do you yeah. see the, 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 the this coming into leadership? Well, we're entering new territory um as a species as artificial intelligence i don't know if you're aware like are, are you aware of all the artificial intelligence oh yeah tell me about it absolutely i mean it is i mean I, i've yeah. used i've used a few and i have to say um i can see a time when 
when the platforms, as in you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, will ban it from use on their platforms. Because you can see a point where I could brief my my personal chatbot and it could go away and start feeding the channels for me in my voice with with tweets so there's going to be no point in visiting these places because it'll just be written by bots see i i don't get how we're going to get out of this we're going down a cul-de-sac which could be very very difficult to solve yeah like this is what i'm saying uh the and it's going to put a lot of different jobs into question uh, and even the money my money system uh, is going to be put into question as we move here into the future. To answer your question, we're going to, to leadership. I feel there is going to be a massive shift in business attitude that passion will have to become more of a priority uh, in terms of what humans choose to do because there as abundance and what this technology is going to provide the idea of work is going to be reimagined because i don't necessarily think we will need to sur- struggle to survive in a world of abundance and the question of human spirit and human purpose is going to almost go higher than money, uh, if that makes sense. It might sound foreign to a lot of people or not not possible uh, in the current state of like how prioritized money is to survival and, and everything. But when you look at like Star Trek, which is like the ultimate vision of, of, of an abundant future and replicating anything uh, on demand and holodecks of whatever we want to generate and you know, it gives us that glimpse of like, well, no, we explore because we love to explore strange new worlds, right? We don't have to, uh, we don't do it for money. Uh, in fact, we don't use money anymore in that Star Trek future, right? Uh, but it's about what fulfills our spirit, what gives us the joy uh, of being alive when we get to do whatever we want to do and build whatever we want to build. Uh, so I think leadership it is going to be more passion focused. It's going to be more like self-aware. I, uh, I think, that- I think from my perspective, and I, and I agree where you're coming from, I, I think it's about what, for me, what you're reaching to is personal leadership. I think, hmm. I think, I think too many people have spent their time choosing not to lead and choosing not to choose mm, okay i, I like and, that and i've been i've been yeah. there i was i for years i didn't choose things and i realized i chose not to choose. I, I had it took me ages to realize that no choice was a choice so so what you mean by personal leadership is is not necessarily hierarchical like well it's here. about it's about taking charge of our life and choosing to live a life rather than yeah. rather than expecting it to kind of happen because it yeah. will become well it will be more competitive that's for sure in terms of anything else i mean i i don't necessarily believe that your idea of money becoming not important i i think that's think there's a lot of people that don't want that to happen oh yeah oh, no, you, it, you need a kind of a basic income to kind of solve that somehow but there's a lot but and they might have to do it because i can't see the world 
having the same level of economic growth. You can't have the same level of economic growth it's had over the last 50 years because we are approaching a lot of crunch points. So with with less economic growth, less economic demand, we're going to have to sort something out, aren't we? Because it's just not going to be the same. Yeah, but when you consider like for example te- like the tesla bots that they're gonna the the humanoid robots i know yeah um, yeah he he was saying something about it really redefines uh gdp uh in in terms of like mm. if you have all of these humanoid robots that can start to do the these tasks the the amount of abundance that happens it, it really puts into question what the like the economy what the economy actually is when it it sets off the numbers like that mm. um and then you get into the replicator territories and being able to you know holographically or whatever uh materials and uh um substances and chemicals and uh you know atom based things like I know you it's not going to happen. You are, you are certainly a dreamer in there. I think it's amazing. That yeah, you, you can envision those things. I mean, Star Trek helped, right? Like that, that, was, <laughs> that was in Star Trek, uh, and yeah, no, it's not going to happen overnight. I, I, I definitely see. But I, the question there, is, how do we get from here to there without too much pain? As that will be my thing, and I think that's where exactly. personal lead, that's where personal leadership will be vital. For people to have their own story mapped out, their own journey, and be conscious of where they're moving towards. Yeah, personal leadership. I, I think that's. Uh, I love the way that you re- reflected that back because, to me, that is conscious evolution. Mm. That that's you know being a creator of your your own reality in a sense, right? Mm, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder, is there any evidence that humans are evolving? Well, what level are we taught? Like uh, macro. I don't know. I guess. Uh, I guess there must be. I guess there must be physical evolution, isn't there? Because we are help a lot of people. You know, like you think the size of humans generally bigger than they than they used to be, and you know, we're we're breaking all sorts of physical records and limits that we never did before. So true, true. Um, I do. Uh, I mean, technology has helped us evolve. I, I would say, um, po- positive and negative. Uh, that's a big question, though, because that, that, you can look at that cynically or optimistically. Yeah. But look, I, I, I think unless you've got anything else you want to add to this, I think we've probably done the circuit, which has been a fascinating journey. Do you have any more you want to say? I feel like we we hit a, we, we hit a home run with all the bases uh, that we that we touched on. And I um, passion. I, I, I think that that's what's coming through here. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed this t- uh, conversation for sure. Well, Jeremy Lasman, thank you so much for exploring your passion with me. You are clearly, certainly a gentleman that knows what it's about and you certainly have a way of expressing it. So thank you so much for taking the time to be here with me. All the links you mentioned to your uh, to your uh, your uh, website and stuff will be available uh, on this podcast. So I'll make sure those are in on the on the on the on the on the outro. So do get in touch with Jeremy because it sounds like got a fantastic project and you get that five-day process. So thank you for having yes. me. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. And that was Life, Passion and Business with Paul Harvey and my guest, Jeremy Larsman. Now, if you'd like to take Jeremy's five-day process, you can find it at jeremylarsman.com. You can also find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and on YouTube. So do check out those links and do... Check in with Jeremy, he's an interesting guy. 
Anyway, all those links will be available at the website lifepassionandbusiness.com. And while you are there... Okay, as I mentioned at the beginning, now is the time to discover how to find some more focus in your life and get things done. Okay, so we're all looking to move forward. We all want to find some measure of success in the world. And if you've heard the podcast, you know I have a view of success, but that's another conversation. The point is, however you look at this, we want to get things done. You might want to get a project over the line. You might have a really big goal that you're looking to to move, to move forward on. And the problem is, whenever we start these projects, whenever we do anything like this, there's always some resistance. There's always something that gets in the way. And that can be a multitude of things. Um, But the key to this is how do we retain focus and stay with the project and push it over the line? And that's where focus coaching can help. Now, it's a, it's a process that I discovered some 15 years ago during my coach training. And it's something sometimes called focus coaching, turbo coaching, speed coaching. And it's a really simple process where we, we define what it is you're trying to achieve. And we look at the resistance that you're experiencing in that achievement. Come up with some strategies to solve that resistance. Commit to setting a date and I hold your feet to the fire to make sure that you do that. So there's a commitment, there's an accountability process and that's it. That's basically how it works. You get it done. And I can tell you it is so powerful when you start working in this way, particularly when you work with someone who supports you in the process of doing it. And one thing to remember, you know, success is never guaranteed, but the struggle always is. And that's what this coaching is designed to do. It's designed to get you through the struggle towards the success you're looking for. So do check out the uh, link in on this podcast or at the website, lifepassionandbusiness.com. You will find a video of me again explaining this process. But if you go below the video, there's a booking link where we'll have a discussion about your project and how we could get you sorted. As always, if you have enjoyed this podcast, if you found anything here of any use, please share it with a friend because that's how people like yourself find good podcasts. If you can, give us a review. Give us a five-star review. I have to ask for five stars. Why not? I think I'm worth it. When you support a podcast in that way, you have no idea how effective it is, both in terms of supporting us on the platform, but it also makes us feel good. Yes, it makes me feel good, and I like to feel good. As always, thank you for your time and attention. I will catch you next time.